guys. Welcome to another brand new episode of What She On About. I'm, I'm, man, I was going to say your girl, but I was like, mm, she might be mad if I take her girl. What do you mean? I was going to say I'm Megan Rapino. Oh. <laughs> Let's just go with our own name. I'm Mitzi. <laughs> so I'm going to be myself today. Yeah, I'm going to be myself. I'm Kat. And this is a podcast where we chat about life, infatuations, pop culture, and my, hmm, I don't know, do we still call it obsession if you're not upsetting, obsessing as much as you used to? I don't know. I don't know, I mean, guys. you were like a stage 12 obsessor, so. That's true. So maybe I bumped it down to like hmm, a seven, an eight. Okay. I mean, I'm still like. <laughs> dying and cannot wait to see Hobbs and Shaw when that comes out because that's going to be amazing um but I was just reading this story about his play that he put on and the controversy with like it's called Tree and it's based on Mm -hmm. this album that he put out a couple of years ago called Me Mandela which is basically about his dad dying and never having gone to his father's country, Sierra Leone, um, which he turned into a play, which is called Tree. And it's going to be at the, or it has been at the Manchester Festival. It's going to be at the Young Vic in the UK. But in this last week, I was reading about these two, the two writers, these two female writers that started the project with him that Mm -hmm. um, I don't know if they, I don't know. Like, there's two sides to this story right now and the truth. (laughs) So according Mm. to them, according to them, while Idris was the only one that sort of kept up the communication, the director of the Young Vic kind of, like, took most of their ideas, reworked it a little bit, and then took them completely off the project without, like, any credit or anything. And Who did that, Idris or... Well, they're really claiming that it wasn't necessarily Idris so much as it was the director at the young, the creative director at the young Vic who like came in, said, Hey, no, I'm not going to write it. You guys are the writers, blah, blah, blah. And then a couple of weeks later, he has like a new synopsis, wants them to write based on that. And they already had a contract where it was like they had rights of refusal to who would write it, all sorts of things. I don't know. They wrote this huge blog post about how, like, they've been intimidated and bullied off of this project. And they know that sometimes, you know, you don't finish the project with the people that you started with, but that the way that it went down was real sus. And then, of course, Idris responded and was like, look, this is what we did. You know, we went in a different direction and, you know, didn't really work out with those ladies. I don't know. I don't know. Hmm. Yeah. I don't know. I really, 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 really don't. But so is this play out? Um, yes, I believe so. Um, I think it might be like in previews or something, or it's at the Young Vic right now. Okay, who's Vic? Oh <laughs> no, the theater I think is called Young Vic. Um, in the UK. Okay. Somewhere in the UK, I believe. Don't hmm. quote me. Don't quote me. 
don't quote me at all. Anywho. Okay. <laughs> yes. Well, speaking of the UK. Of Idris news. Yeah. It sounds pretty shadish. I know. That's why I was saying, like, there's their version, there's his version, and then somewhere in there is the truth. Hmm. I don't know. I mean, they're not working on it. No. They're not. But how that no went down, I think, is the question. Hmm. They laid it all out there. So, you don't know. What you were saying, speaking of the UK? Oh, saying that um, it looks like Black Princess met the Queen Bee. Yes, I yeah. saw that at the UK premiere of The Lion King. Yeah. It was so fantastic. She was like, oh my. That, I feel like she gave her like a huge, genuine hug, you know? And then when Megan goes to hug Jay-Z, he's like, I'm not really touching her. I'm not really touching her. I'm just doing like, just a little bit open hands. I'm not really touching her. Is that what? I saw somebody like that was shape? like, Jay-Z, he was like, somebody was like, Jay-Z don't want no smoke. Mm-hmm. He want no smoke. <laughs> hugging her a little too tight, a little anything. So I think somebody compared um, his hug to the way that Keanu Reeves hugs women or when he's taking pictures with them. His hands are like open and around them, but like not touching them. So that he has no problems. Oh my God, it's a safe space here. I'm not trying to be a hashtag. That's right. We're going to take this photo, but I won't be touching you ladies. I'll pretend. Wait. But I won't be touching you. I am an actor. (laughs) Yes. But yeah, no, that was, it was lovely to see. Just lovely. Love. Can't wait for that movie. Yeah, you know, I have a small confession to make. You never saw Lion King. I don't think I've seen it in its entirety. <sighs> like, I definitely have seen the beginning several times. And I know he goes on, like, a little journey with, like, a warthog. He sings about Kumba. being a warthog. And Timon. Timon. Yeah, I remember that bit. But I don't remember the rest of it. Like, I know Mufasa, like, dies... In like a stampede or something, is it? Well, Scar kills him, basically. Oh, Scar kills him. Mm-hmm. You know, they were just playing it on Freeform the other day, so I recorded it, and I'm going to watch it before the live action. I can't believe so you still record shows. So funny. <laughs> I know. It's so funny. You said that the last time, too, but yeah, I don't know. I just, I guess, yeah, I guess you're right. I guess I could use, I don't know, it's such a pill having to go into... Each of the apps and put in the login and password to get it to work. Well, if you have... At least on my yeah, Fire no, Stick, that's you what you need to do. Because yeah. usually it just takes the information from your account and applies it. But actually, oh, it's good that you recorded... Um, yeah. Um, Apple does that. The Apple TV does that. Mm. Um, it's good you recorded it, actually, because I can't find any Disney films on any platform for free. Oh, you know why? Because they're getting they're ready for their streaming yeah. service. Yes. <laughs> They're Dumb pulling savage. shit off of everything right now. As I say, we were trying to watch Toy Story, the other Toy Stories, before taking the kids to see Toy Story 4. And oh, yeah. couldn't find it anywhere. I'm like, how is this possible? Well, not for free anyway. Right, right, right. Yeah, I think they're slowly but surely pulling them off of everything. I think the only reason why they're probably playing Lion King, The Lion King on Freeform is because... Um, they've been doing like a lot of promotional work for the actual for the the new film that's coming out. 
Mm-hmm. Like when I watched the last episode of Grownish, Chloe and Hallie did a whole sneak peek and, you know, here's an exclusive clip from the, you know, the upcoming film, The Lion King. Are they in it? And a little bit about the music and stuff. Oh. I, I don't think so. I think they might have done music though. Okay. Speaking yeah, of which, probably. how exciting is it that Hallie is going to be the Ariel in The Little Mermaid? So cute. Oh my God. So exciting. The renderings that people made are so cute. Aren't they? It suits her. I saw one where she had like her beautiful like red um, dreads mm-hmm. flowing up through the water. Oh my God, it was beautiful. And I feel like she, she, she literally, to me, she literally looks like a mermaid. I was watching yeah. um, that episode of um, Grownish and her eyes like mm-hmm. are a little, like they're really wide and wide set. I don't know. It's perfect. I She's giving you fish lakes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's another movie that I hadn't seen all the way through until about, I think two years ago, I went to a live it was like a live rendition at the Hollywood Bowl. Mm-hmm. And Titus, who played, um, oh Lord. It's the girl. The crab? What was that character's name? Yeah, exactly. He played that guy. Um, I guess on Broadway. Mm-hmm. He came out and did, he came out and did the songs while the movie was playing. Like had a live orchestra, orchestra playing along. And then they had like proper singers, like singing all the bits. Oh, mm-hmm. actually really fantastic. A great way to see the movie and, full for the first time i have to say i don't think i've seen that movie before yeah that one yeah that one was seeing it that way was lovely 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 but speaking of the water and black girls in the water i went to this event this weekend Mm -hmm. put on by uh felicia leatherwood Mm -hmm. um, who we've spoken about quite a bit on this podcast she is a natural hairstylist that does Issa Rae's hair she also now does natasha rothwell's hair on insecure and she did this event this Saturday called Let's Make a Splash. And it was all about, like, black women feeling more comfortable in the water mm-hmm. and um, with swimming. Mm-hmm. So it was a combination pool party with some swim instruction, pool hair education in this really dope house in Beverly Hills. And they had, like, this black swim instructor teach us, like, just your basics and stuff. And then she sat poolside and talked to us about like different things that you can do for your hair. We had the music going. It was so great because everybody was so nice and it was such a safe space. Did you go in the water? Yeah, absolutely. I went into the water. I did like, you know, the blowing of the bubbles and the kicking with the pool noodles and all that stuff that she had us doing. So we were definitely in the water, but it was so funny because I was like, if anybody looked at this, you'd be like, "Mm -hmm, there's a bunch of black girls at the pool everybody was in the shallow end yeah it's such a it's so unfortunate <laughs> i think it's, the statistic is like um black african-american children are three times higher are three times higher um their fatal drowning rate rather is three times higher than mm-hmm. like white children like 64 percent. but the funny thing mm-hmm. is this week speaking it's funny you mentioned that um i have mm-hmm. a, a mom friend whose daughter is starting like you know activities like She's like, um, I'm a swim mom as opposed to like a soccer mom. And she's in the picture yeah. of a swim meet. And the whole team was black. Oh, that's wonderful. And like changing the narrative. And it reminded me also. I love that. That my little cousin's son just got mm-hmm. um, a scholarship 
to Howard University for diving. He's like a phenomenal diver. Oh my god, that's fantastic! So I'm like, we're just breaking those chains, literally. That's right. I have to tell you, it was great because like when when I first got there, um, she's kind of just talking about like what the event was going to be, and everybody was just sort of like sat around, like eating some of the food and all that stuff. And there were two, um, there were two little boys there who were like, I don't know what y'all doing, but I'm getting in this. jumping in with this little teenage mutant ninja turtle little floaty like lifesaver thing Mm -hmm. and he's jumping into the deep end and swimming over to the shallow end coming out and doing it all over again i was like i need to strap my fitbit to this kid is one Uh, you always want to tie your fitbit to a child so overactive they have so uh, much energy so funny they have so much energy and i was trying to hit a certain amount of steps for um, to get some points at my job. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, ooh, this could get me right over the hump. But it was just so beautiful to see the black boy joy on this little kid's face as he jumped in the pool and he's swimming again to the shallow end and then, like, out he goes and jumps back in. I mean, towards the end of, like, the day, if you will, the there were some women there who, who could swim, um, but, you know, they were there more for, like, the atmosphere, the pool party, to get sort of like the um, pool hair education from Felicia and the swag bag and all that stuff. Just something to do, because it was also like hot as balls. Yeah. It's like a hundred and something a day on Saturday. Yeah. I mean, all you had to do was tell me pool. I was like, oh, so I could be like in another pool situation like I was for, for uh, July 4th. Yeah. I was like, yeah, I'm doing it. I am doing it. It was great. It was really, really great. I forgot to tell her my idea for the curls on film where, you know, people bring in products either unused or half used. And then, you know, you swap for as many as you brought in. I still think it worked really, really well. Unless the products are trash. Yeah, I guess that's true, too. It's the only thing. Yeah. There's got to be a way to do it, though. I can't tell you how much product I have. Just from, like, either buying it myself or... Going to like events like this where they give you like a, a swag bag full of products. Samples. And sometimes it's products you can use and sometimes it's products you can't use. Oh. Like for instance, I think the product that she gave out or that we got on Saturday, I will definitely be able to use because it was like, um, what did she call them? I think it was Eden, Eden Naturals or Eden something or another. And she was saying that if you are in the four range, if your hair is in the four a for B for C range that you really need to be using creams and butters and that their products are good for like four hair where curls, which was another sponsor of the event. Mm-hmm. They're more for threes. If you're in the three category with your hair. And I have a, um, I know a stylist who thinks that all of the numbering and the labeling of hair types is bullshit. Really? Why does she it think just... that? She thinks, and it makes sense, that basically if you name something, then you can sell to it. So it's like all a marketing ploy. So you create these gimmicks and you're like, oh, you have this type of hair, so you need to do this and use that. And not every hair type or quote-unquote type responds to the same products just because you're four doesn't mean coconut oil, for example, is going to work for you. Or, you know, it depends on the person. It's not so um, cookie-cutter. Not so cut and dry. I didn't know this, but I, I learned uh, recently that it was Oprah's hairstylist that came up with the numbering. Mm. 
And of course, I mean, he has product to sell as well. So, yeah. Interesting. It makes sense. If you label very, the issue, if you label the, the thing, then you can like market to it directly. That's her right. theory. That's her idea. Interesting. Very, very interesting. I do declare. Yeah, because, um, mm-hmm. she's, she's also someone who believes that when you put like oil on top of wet hair, um, it's not, it's like not doing anything for you because oil and water don't mix. Like that's basic science. So she doesn't believe in the liquid oil that lock method, method? the lock method. Mm-hmm. No. Interesting. Interesting. Ooh. Very interesting. Yeah. Yeah. There's a Very lot of thoughts out there. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Have you been watching anything recently? What you got going on in your popcorn? Catching up on Claws, which is is oh, getting kind of ridiculous, that. but is it's it very entertaining. Good? It's entertaining. The first season was good. The second season mm-hmm. is like okay, but <laughs> still, it's a little more it's a little more far fetched in terms of like uh, the I things, see. the hijinks that ensue and right. You know what though? I'm perfectly happy with that because like I'll take the hijinks that ensue and. All that stuff over yet one more slave narrative, <laughs> True. black trauma narrative, we sell drugs narrative. I'm good. Right, right, right. So I'll take it. I will definitely take it. Maybe I'll add that to my queue. I actually ended up speaking, which I ended up watching uh, Family Reunion, which is this oh, okay. new show on Netflix, Netflix. Yeah. with yeah, with Loretta Devine and Tia Maori. Mm-hmm. It totally reminds me of like those old school like Family Matters and. Um, not 227. Well, I guess maybe 227. Well, 227 wasn't quite a slapstick or whatever. But it's like a broad comedy, mm-hmm. if you will. But I find it hilarious. It was actually really funny. Like, I was watching it, like, laughing out loud in some parts. And then other parts, I'm like, mm. But the last episode, oh my god, that one just got me. So it's a series, not a movie. That one. It's a series, yeah. So the first, and it, they called it, like, part one. And part one has, like, ten episodes. The basic premise is this football player and his wife and their four kids, they come to the South to visit um, his mother for a family reunion and decide, because he retires Mm -hmm. from football, he decides to move the entire family to, I want to say they're in Georgia. Yeah, I want to say they're in Georgia. And Aunt Thelma's on it, too. Yeah. Aunt Thelma's on it, too. What Thelma? Um, What was Aunt Thelma on? Was it 227, was it? Oh shit! Why can't I remember what Aunt Thelma? I know her her name was Thelma. Blanking right now. Ugh. But um, ugh. The last episode, like even though it's a comedy, this last episode was I was literally bawling because the two the two sons because she's got two sons and two daughters. The two sons and a, and a third little black boy in the neighborhood, like they got locked out of the house. And these cops run up on them with guns drawn, saying, like, you know, get on your knees, get on your knees. It, like, literally had them on their knees, cuffed. And when the parents came home and were like, what is happening? Like, what's going on? Why do you have our kids like this? They're like, oh, we saw, um, we had a, um, a report of, of men breaking into homes. And we saw these guys. And it's like, you know, these are kids, right? Like, you're right. looking for grown-ass men. Right. And right. these are kids. And it just, I think what was so great about it and what I like so much about the show is that they, they, I think most of the writer's room is black. Mm -hmm. And so even though it's these humorous situations, 
they put it in a way that you're just like, yes, this is exactly what happens. Where this, I mean, this kid had to have been, what, 9 and 11? 9, 11, and 11. You look at them and you see men? Right. Yeah, wow. But if those were like little boys, and if they were 35, you'd still be like, oh, he's young. And if he, if he was white. Oh no, he's young. Boys will be boys. Yeah, yeah like we're not. A, <laughs> Let's like, not ruin their not, futures. Our boys even are not though they were raped, kids. even though they've been raped, they've been accused of rape and found guilty of rape. Let's not make this something that's going to ruin their whole future. That whole narrative. Like, what? Yeah, exactly. So it's just like, oh, I mean, that that episode was like, oh my god. But it was also one that like, oh, and then it was just so sad too because like those two kids that like, they loved being outside and all that stuff, and then like. For a couple of days after, they were like, oh, we're going to sit on the couch here and read. And they're like, oh, you're going to go Aww. and play outside? They're like, uh, maybe tomorrow, maybe the next day. And she's like, oh, my God. And then the mother was like, you know, I didn't think I, I, I thought you were too young for this conversation. Right. But clearly, you know, I have to have it with you. I have to have it with you now because of what happened. Like what happened. Yeah. Man, listen. Not to say that it wasn't funny. It was just this one last episode that, like, hit me a certain kind of way. I don't know if it was because of after watching When They See Us and all the rest of it. And also just thinking, of, you know, our little black boys. It's just... Yeah, I'm just... But overall, it's a funny show. It's depressing. It's depressing. I feel triggered. I don't even want to think about it. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. And, you know... We have concentration camps. We have a president who's telling people from this country to go back to where they came from. And no one is outraged. (laughs) I mean, it is just insane. And then he's like, go back to your corrupt, inept, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, dude, you're talking about your country. Because that's in your administration, you dumb fuck. Because you're telling them to go back to this country she's like what are you talking about aco is from queens bro isn't that where you're born hello but i'm like if you if exactly but it's more if you really want to think about it ain't none of y'all belong here of course not hello so why don't you go back to where you came from you can take your foreign-born wife and go back to scotland where your parents are from where your grandparents are from you get out of this country how about that it's depressing it's just traumatic it's depressing it's triggering and then you have politicians who won't speak to women reporters because they're women it's just like i honestly feel like we're going back in time dude i mean it would be funny except there's a show about this on tv it's called the handmaid's tale yeah the handmaid's tale i know i'm afraid to watch it because i feel like i'm gonna see too many similarities you better watch it so you can figure out that's happening yeah maybe people everyone needs to watch it so they can like know that something serious could potentially go down and at the very least plan your escape route man just man Just oh you know what shoot now that i think about it what yeah i guess maybe i should watch no i actually just found the cast for a family reunion and i was thinking that the father on the show anthony alabi kind of a cutie oh yeah yeah. I'm still trying to find Aunt Thelma. Uh, Cass. Who is this Thelma? I mean, I'm telling... Okay, hold on, hold on. Those are the kids, blah, blah, blah. It's going to kill me. We have to... I have to figure this out. Okay. She plays Loretta Devine's um, sister. 
Oh yeah, Tempest Bledsoe was on it, and so was um um Urkel. Jaleel White. Yes, the two of them played like a married couple. I know. That's what I said. I mean, it was only I think. But wait, um, Urkel was married to Vanessa. Vanessa was that her name on the show? Oh Oh my god! Yeah, it was. Was Tempest Bledsoe. Yeah. I can't believe wow. you're, you know what? I you're fired. Don't remember her name. <laughs> you know what it is. I have to press purchase on them damn, on the damn Ginkgo Biloba. That's what I need to do. Oh, um, yeah, it's Prime Day. Get that shit. Oh, no. <laughs> Get that shit. Damn it. It's definitely time to order it. Then yes, that's exactly who, um, yeah. Was uh, his wife. His Rudy, Vanessa, Denise, and Sandra, and Theo. Rudy's the little one, Denise. God, I really don't remember Vanessa. I definitely remember Rudy. Definitely remember Denise. This is some bullshit right I now. Still don't Why see isn't no, she showing up? I was going to say, there's no Thelma on this. Um, She's either. not showing up. Is she uncredited? That can't be. Let's see. Are these all their kids? The two boys and the girl? Thelma Hart. Yes, they have two boys, two girls. The oldest girl is like super, super light. And they actually, in, um, in the first episode, they make a little, uh, a little fun of her. And she's like, Hey, you know, black people come in all different shades. And, uh, Tia, Tia Maori, who plays the mother, she's half white, half black. Uh-huh. And she was like, She takes after my mom. Uh-huh. As to why she's so pale. More red hair. She will. Mm-hmm. Reddish hair, which I didn't realize at first, but she was definitely wearing a Telma Hopkins. Is that her name? Uh, no, that's not her. God damn it. This is gonna kill me. I will find this if it kills me dead. Um, anyway, um, what's that saying? Uh, I don't really remember. Okay, <laughs> that took a turn. <laughs> it really did. Oh man, um, I think for sure I am going to be, um, putting a, uh, order in for that ginkgo. Cause it's bad. It's bad. It's Pearl. Sandra. Mm-hmm. 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 It wasn't Amen. Oh yeah, Amen. I know I know this woman. Um, oh, my so heaven name on the show was Thelma. Uh, that was the daughter. Uh, okay, see, I knew I wasn't tripping. The woman's name is Thelma Hopkins. Okay, Thelma. as Coco McKellen, Thelma. She ain't got an H. Anthony, Talia Jackson as Jade, Isaiah, Shaka, Cameron, Jordan, Loretta Devine as Madeira. I didn't love that part. 
because they call her Madeira in it, and I'm like, oh, it just reminds me too much of Madea. But Richard <laughs> Roundtree plays the grandpa, yes, and so Telma nice. Hopkins as Maybell. She's most known. Oh, she was on. Uh, she was on Family Matters. As what? Rachel on Family Matters. Then she was also she played Rachel on Family Matters. Oh, and Rachel, and the light skin one, and she was on Give Me a Break. Why was I calling her on Telma? Yeah, she was on Give Me a Break. Yeah. Oh, Buddies. Remember that? Yep. How you yeah. remember that? I remember Buzz Buddies. Yeah. <laughs> it was Tom Hanks's breakout role. And then there was Balky and something in Balky. Perfect Strangers. Larry Balky. and Balky. That's it. Larry and Balky. Perfect Strangers. Another one. I feel like this is like in that kind of like family sitcom. Yeah, it was so funny. The the kid gets to the house, the the oldest daughter gets to the house, and she's like, "What's the Wi-Fi? What's the Wi-Fi password?" Uh And the grandpa's like, "Uh, "We don't have Wi-Fi," and she's like, "So how are we spelling that?" (laughs) Oh, like that was the password. (laughs) Thinking the password is we don't have Wi-Fi. Hilarious. She was like, "Oh God, I've literally come here to die." Oh, it's funny. Ciao. So, no. I was just reading again about this whole ASAP Rocky, Crystal, and Joe Budden thing. Yeah. Apparently, they have until this Friday to decide whether or not they're going to charge him or let him go mm-hmm. in Sweden. Mm-hmm. But that he is at least no longer in that facility that was just so hideous, if you will. Deplorable like, conditions. Exactly. With a relatively fetid conditions, with a terrible stench. Dirty, filthy, and disgusting. So I don't know. She was saying how yeah. based on his conver- based on some stuff that he said back in when was this? I guess twenty fifteen. Well, four years ago. She's good. She's not gonna sign any petitions or anything like that. Yeah. She is perfectly good because he was like, you know, I'm ASAP Rocky. I didn't sign up to be no political activist. But, I want to talk about my motherfucking lean, my best friend dying, girls, my jiggy fashion, and my inspiration in drugs. I live in fucking Soho and Beverly Hills. <laughs> I can't relate. I go back to Harlem. It's not the same. It's a sad story. I got to tell you the truth. I'm in the studio. I'm in fashion houses. I'm in these bitches' drawers. Ugh. I'm not doing anything outside of that. That's my life. These people need to leave me the fuck alone. And that's just based on people telling him or just asking him, if you will, why he. No, they were asking him about Ferguson because I guess it was happening at that time. The the riots. Right. And um, yes. Yeah. He could give no shits. We probably could have said it in a better way, you know, not everybody wants to be woke. Not everybody wants to represent the whole race. Not anybody, but exactly. He chose no, the wrong nobody words. does, but he definitely did because who the amount of people in those comments that were like. I mean, you can't blame him. Somebody was like, "Well, uh, why don't you get Beverly Hills and Soho people <laughs> to bail you out of jail or give a fuck about you or sign yes, your petition and sign sign your petition?" <laughs> yeah, I also didn't know that he has some shit to say about like dark skinned girls wearing red lipstick. I heard about that, but that I, a, I purposefully that was did not. Thing that I found too. 
did not want to know the details as I am a dark skin girl and I oh, I love red lipstick. But I suppose exactly. he, what did he but say? Exactly. He to say? Well, he said that uh, for real, for me, I really like the red lipstick thing, it, but it all just depends on the the pair of complexion. I don't even know if he got that right. I don't think he said. I'm just being real. You have to be fair skinned to get away with that. Just like if you were to wear like fucking, for instance, what do dark skin girls have that you know fair skin girls can't do? Purple lipstick? Nah, that looks stupid on all girls. Purple lipstick, guys. Like, what the fuck? And that's when I was like, oh, you crazy now. Because I look fucking awesome in purple lipstick. Thank you very much. Yeah, he has you, definitely sir. made some comments that um that do not <laughs> mirror back the passion and enthusiasm, the culture that you know that he um rap about lives in that supports him. Mm. Mm. Yeah, so man. yeah. It's like if you don't like black people so why should black people like you back? But we will. Yeah. That's what we do. To a fault. Mm-hmm. Heard R. Kelly got arrested again. God. I'm also off the streets. Whew, I'm telling you, they're trying to keep him there too. Uh, that's kind of um, where he should be. I mean, he has so many charges on him, both in Chicago and in Brooklyn. And apparently, I read today. Yep. In Brooklyn, he faces racketeering, a racketeering case that alleges his music was designed, his music career was designed to enable and protect him as he sexually exploited young women by isolating them, controlling them, and making them call him daddy. Great. It's like that billionaire dude that Trump's friend. Oh, Epstein. That is like a serial pedophile. Yes, who got away (laughs) with like some ridiculous plea deal a couple of years ago like 10 13 years ago or something and now like the amount of articles that i've read that they're like they don't even know where his money comes from all sorts of shady shit oh word yeah it also reminds me of there's this white dude here in la who's had not one but two young black gay guys die die in his house under suspicious circumstances and like, yeah, they talk a lot about that him donor. forcing, yeah, drugs. exactly. He's a democratic donor. Yeah. But forcing them to like take drugs. It's almost like he gets off on watching them like Behind. take drugs or something like that. Mm-hmm. And like, I'm like, why isn't this guy in jail? Hello? What is, what is happening? Yeah. Oh, no one gives a fuck. It makes me ill. Trigger. I told you it's hard out, it's hard out here. That's why you have young men like ASAP uh, Rocky trying to disassociate themselves from these streets. They're out here killing Negroes and stuff. Sorry. Oh, I was to say <laughs> The longer I stay up, the more. Like, I can't take that out. <laughs> Which is not good for my mission. <laughs> I'm like, I can't take that one out. Keep it in. Shame me for eating at 10 p.m. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, girl. Anywho. I'm trying to tell you. But I'm glad that he's finally locked up. I mean. And hopefully this time they can make it stick. I mean. I don't know how he beat that case the first time. He can't afford Especially lawyers. I do. Yeah, you oh, do. Oh, that'll be helpful. <laughs> yes. Yeah, you do. Yes. 
Oh my god. Yeah, Brooklyn and Chicago, he faces a combined 18 counts for alleged crimes against 10 victims. And you know there's gotta be more. Of course. Probably just the 10 that they could, like, make stick. That dumbass oh, Epstein oh, oh. guy had pictures in his Manhattan penthouse, um, townhouse of underage girls with labels. With their- what? Yeah. Oh shit, I didn't even know. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Wow. I'm hoping he's in jail until trial he's definitely a they're trying to keep yeah they're trying to keep him in there they need to because you know with that kind of money and friends with that piece of shit in the white office in the white office <laughs> in the white house i don't know you can definitely get out of here oh my hmm. god last bit of hmm. ghetto action news did you read um scarlett johansson's comments i don't understand Maybe I, I don't think I read them in, in their entirety. I think she was saying something so like anybody could play any role. Yeah, she was like, you know, as an actor, I should be allowed to play any person or any tree or any animal because that's my job and the requirements of my job. Like, I feel like it's a trend in my business and it needs to happen for various social reasons. Yet there are times it does get uncomfortable when it affects the art because I feel art should be free of restrictions. You feel it's a trend. And it needs to happen for various social reasons. The fact that, like, because basically people were giving her shit for the fact that, like, once again, she was playing a role that, like, you know, maybe somebody else should play. Like, so I think it was based on, um, it was based on one that she was going to be doing where she was going to be playing a transgendered man? Transgendered man. Hmm. uh, In this movie called Rub and Tug. And the LGBTQ community was upset about it, mm-hmm. as they were with her being cast in Ghost in the Shell, which was based on an Asian, um, I think either movie or video game or something like that. Um, and then, of course, it's like, oh, it's fucking Scarlett Johansson in it. I just don't like the fact that she's like, oh, it's a trend and it needs to happen for various social reasons. I'm like, <laughs> what the fuck? You mean what you mean you... <laughs> because there's racism and other people need opportunities also? Is that what you meant to say, Sarjo? Yeah. Well, I think the I think Marvel got to her because then she's like, oh well, no, my my comments were taken out of context, and you know, um, and then she to me I feel double downs because she's like, oh, I personally feel that in an ideal world any actor should be able to play anybody and art in all forms yeah, should all be all immune to political correctness exactly <laughs> so I'm you're like, an all, really? all lives matter bitch you don't get it so I just found out um today so, that she's a trust fund baby Scarlett? yeah interesting Her parents, well, that makes perfect sense doesn't it so entitled so Mm, I feel like I should be able to do anything and everything that I want. And, oh, you're just doing this because of political rec- correctness and all the rest of it. It makes sense. Yeah. It you does. Know. It makes sense. Yeah, no. Yeah, her mom is like a producer. Mm. And um, screenwriter. Why her grandfather's screenwriter. Well. Yeah, her dad was like some mm. architect from Denmark. Yeah, that, ex- that explains quite a bit. Because that bitch can't act. I'm just saying. Come on. She can't. All I'm saying. And didn't she also have to apologize for working with pedophile? I mean, um, 
Woody Allen multiple times. Oh, yeah. That's when I knew for sure she couldn't act. New match point? I think there was a... Yes! Oh, my God! I can't believe you knew exactly <laughs> what movie it was. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's, the would, exact, yeah. that's the exact movie that I was like, oh, no. She's terrible. Yeah, she's not that great. Not a fan. She's cute, though. Bye-bye. Interesting looks. Hmm? I said, I guess she's cute. She has interesting looks. Mm, I guess. So I want to get into Beyonce's look at the premiere for... um. Which premiere? The LA one. I think it was the LA the one. The LA one where she had, she where came she had blue. braids, but it looked like... Finger the, waves? OMG. That one was like, wow. Was that not stunning? It was dope as hell. I was like, wait. Oh, I was like, oh, how'd she get all that hair into finger waves? And then I looked a little bit closer and saw like some of the side ones. From the head on, yeah. And then her little matching outfit with blue ivy. Blue ivy. Yeah, super cute. Man, I saw today someone cropped Beyonce out and just had blue blue ivy. ivy And was like, (laughs) she is is a style icon. She's a choreographer. She's a producer. She is everything. Everything. <laughs> I love how much people stand for Blue Ivy. She's everything. It's really that simple. Yeah. She's the boss. Yeah, no, she looked amazing. I couldn't believe it. I was like, whoever her hairstylist is, you did that. it. I was like, wait, what? Uh, uh, wow. I know. Double, triple take. It's fantastic. I really actually also like her yellow dress um, from the London premiere. Oh, yeah, the London, yeah. Although she kept holding she kept holding the slit closed because the slit was really, really high. Mm-hmm. So I think, like, when mm-hmm. she was on stage and then also when she met, like, um, when she met Harry and, and Black Meghan, Princess. Like, she was kind of, yeah, exactly. She was kind of, like, holding it closed. Yeah, being respectful. I wonder what they were talking about. I couldn't quite hear. I found some videos on like Twitter and stuff, but you're just far enough away that you can hear. Like I can hear her saying like, mm-hmm, yeah, yeah. And then the one woman who posted it was like, oh, there was a lot of baby talk. Okay. Um, you know, but they didn't actually say what they were like actually talking about. I mean, I imagine they probably won't, but yeah. it would have been nice to be a fly on that wall. Oh, it was lovely. It was just like royalty and royalty. <laughs> yes, it was just like that. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> <laughs> so like Leo. You know, just like Spider Man and Spider Man and, you know, I guess. <laughs> yes. <laughs> did our mascot already go to sleep? Huh? I said, did our mascot already go to sleep? Oh my god, he's been passed out since 6 o'clock. That damn camp. Oh, nice. Oh, the camp. It's not nice because he's like a weirdo when I pick him up. He's like all over the place because he's delirious from not sleeping. Yeah. Oh, because they don't take a nap. No. Oh. Jerks. How long do kids take naps? At least till they get to kindergarten. Oh, which is like six, isn't it? Exactly. Five, six. And then. Oh, okay. He can still take a nap. He'll still be taking a nap at this house at that age. <laughs> Sleep is valuable. Does he yeah. wake up like super early then? Um, 
usually he'll wake up at like six or five thirty. Yeah. So early. Yeah. Even on the weekend. But it's morning time. Oh, even though it's morning time. It's light out. The sun is up. I'm like, take his iPad and go somewhere. Go. It is so cute FaceTiming me. And then when I found my maracas, he was like, oh my God, I need to find my instruments. Daddy, <laughs> no, Papa, where are my instruments? <laughs> and he's like, Mama found them. Mama. Mama. He's like, sing a song. <laughs> I just, I took a screenshot of it and I found it the other day. I was like, oh, this is cute. I gotta love FaceTime. Yeah, he requested that. <laughs> Did he? Yeah, he's the Aww. one who said he wanted to call you. Oh. And then he, and then I guess when you hung up, he was like, I don't know. And um, he got ready for bed and he's like, oh, I need to call yeah. her back. And I'm like, she'll be fine. He's like, but I said I was gonna call her back. And I'm like, I know. It's Aww. okay. And then That's he wanted right, to call you in the morning. Yeah. Oh, well, she would have been way but I was early. like, she's still sleeping. But look at him and his morning. little men, his memory. Oh, that's lovely. Yeah. That's what he used to be. Because I feel like maybe he remembered the last time when I was like, you don't call me anymore. Maybe. Well, he's just a man of his word. He said he was going to call I you back. I love that. Yeah, I cute. love that he's a man of his word. <laughs> oh, such a cutie pie. Love, love, love it. Mm. Yeah. All right. Let's wrap this up. Get on out of here. Um, what yeah, do we yeah. usually say? We ask you to go to our website, guys. What's she on about dot com? Find links to our Twitter and our Instagram. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe so you don't miss any episodes of our bi-weekly show. Um, let's see. I think we have one more episode before we're going to be taking a summer hiatus. Right We'll be back for sure. And then, of course, we always end the show with an earworm. And I'm still obsessed with this Bastille album. Oh, still. Lord. <laughs> still. It's so good. I'm telling you, Grown and Sexy Bastille is the way forward. And I love it. Another Place is a total bop. And I love it. So that's my earworm. And you know what I forgot? I'm so mad I forgot. Our earworm from the last episode was doing the butt. How did I forget that they filmed that video at Brooklyn Tech? I was going to say, your high school. <laughs> when I went to go and, I know, when I went to go and, and get the song, I was like, wait a minute, that's Tech. I was like, of course, because 40 Acres and a Mule used to be like right mm-hmm. across. And I'm pretty sure, and that song is from a Spike Lee movie. Yes, ma'am. So I think he directed the video. Yes, he did. Man, listen. Welcome back. Ginko. I know. <laughs> Gotta get that Ginko. Ginko, Ginko, gotta get that Ginko, Ginko, Ginko. Make that your earworm <laughs> until you actually do that. <laughs> oh my god, that vicious circle of forgetting to get the thing that's supposed to help you with your memory. <laughs> <laughs> help you remember to get the thing in the first place. Exactly. Oh man. Alright guys, we will chat with you later. Bye-bye now. Toodles. I am bound to you With a tie that we cannot break With a night that we can't replace I'm lost but found with you In a bed that we'll never make It's a feeling we always chase 
Another time and in another place. 